I'm Harry Nichols. This is Kid Stuff. Last year, I put out a brand new EP all about my work dealing with and empathizing with middle school kids. To go deeper on the subject, I'm sitting down with creative people from all walks of my life to talk about their own adolescence and how it shaped them into the people they currently are. This time around, I got to sit down with Jen Lightfoot. Jen is the first visual artist I've ever had on the podcast, which is very exciting for me. She has a really unique uh, vision for her art. It's like part horror part erotica part uh sometimes little bits of uh, like sci-fi and pop in there that i that i detect she's great i'm really looking forward to showing you this conversation before i get around to it i do want to also mention i have a new cool thing coming out um it's a a brand new song that i co-wrote with uh my friend ariel arbiser called bloodshed and you're gonna be able to find that on all your streaming services uh, April 15th. So be on the lookout. Uh, go follow Ariel Arbiser on all your streaming platforms and you'll be notified, I'm sure, when it's out. If you want to hear the Kid Stuff EP or any of my other music, hit up the links in the show notes. Okay, that's enough out of me. Let's talk to Jen. Jen Lightfoot. Hi, how are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm great. Thank you. We are here in my classroom. This is the first episode I've recorded in my classroom, which is pretty wild. But it feels like it's appropriate. I don't know. Like, I, yeah, it's educational, right? Well, if it's a podcast <laughs> about teenagers and like being an adolescent, then yeah, which I haven't been in like a middle school since I was in middle school. So oh it's wow, weird. <laughs> are we hashing up a lot of trauma just like uh, being here? I think it's too surreal at first, but if I sit here long enough, maybe, yeah. You're going to start feeling like... (laughs) Yeah, like, oh no, I don't want to be here. (laughs) (laughs) So I like increasingly live here, actually. Like I, you know, obviously um, I have a house, (laughs) but but, um, yeah, I do a lot more of my like personal projects in this space um, than I ever did before because I have two small kids and I used to have like kind of a home studio something like it you know but that's increasingly been kind of like pushed until I one day realized like wait a minute my classroom is pretty big and, and <laughs> I could like quiet too like I feel quiet. like the acoustics would be pretty good for recording yes yes mm-hmm. indeed uh it's quiet because it's after school fair enough there, I've, <laughs> I've also tried to record things during the day where it's like it's, it's like the 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 intercom he's like <laughs> Sophie Johnson please come to the main office it's like a industrial song, you know, like where they have like samples in there. Yes. <laughs> yes, exactly. Mm-hmm. And in fact, I'm sure there are many demos of mine where like if you listen very closely, like in the background, you can hear oh, that's awesome. like kids in the hallway and stuff like that. It's just how it is. I feel like so you mentioned industrial music. I <laughs> <laughs> because I feel like we've only had like, I don't know, like a handful of conversations. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. Like there was the one where. I think you followed my band on Facebook and I was like, hi. Oh, yes. Yeah. And then there was the one where you put a tattoo on me, right? Yeah, like, that was that, the longer conversation. That was yeah. the longer conversation. <laughs> but I feel like, so I wanted to have you to do this because mm-hmm. I feel like there's a lot that we actually have in common. Like, yes. aesthetically, you yeah. know what I mean? Is, is that just me no, or was Definitely. It? Yeah, I felt like that when we were talking during the tattoo, even though it was like, you know, what, 
I don't know how long did it take? Like two hours? It was like two hours. I yeah, think. yeah. Yeah. So it's like a short amount of time, but yeah. Right. Yeah. I mean, I think I, just something like aesthetically, you know, like, like you listen to metal, right? Oh, yeah. And you listen yeah. to rock music. Mm-hmm. And um, I know that you're into horror films. Oh, and 100%. Of, of course, your artwork is like super duper horror influenced and kind of like, I want to say pop influenced. Yeah, to, like to a certain extent pop art kind of pop art but also like there's a lot of like uh, like like pinup type yes. things i also consider like kind yeah. of poppy style yeah you i have a I mean? very wide range of music that i listen to so like metal pop yeah. uh folk yeah sure so all kinds of like things so yeah. what were you listening to in the car on the way up there, <laughs> if well I, may ask? <laughs> I would have been listening to a cd because i am still that person that buys and collects cds awesome um but my car is so old that if you put a cd in the car be- like below a certain degree in the winter it'll like get stuck oh geez. <laughs> so i just had the radio on and finding something good on the radio is really hard it's a challenge <laughs> it's a challenge but it does feel like when you finally find it you're like you it feels like you've won a game yes. you know yeah hilariously actually um the first song i was like oh i could listen to this was uh green days oh my goodness um time of your life yeah which makes me think of like high school because it was actually my prom song oh really <laughs> wow yeah. nice mm-hmm. so that was what you were listening to in the it car. was like yeah that was like the besides country and religious music on the radio it was right like the only I thing know. i could find in i know that moment. or you could hear about people shouting about god instead yes. of singing about god <laughs> yeah. right like, yeah that's the other option mm-hmm. i know it's so bleak like and then there's the like pop hit station which like i can get in the mood for sometimes but yeah. like usually not i don't know depends on what it is yeah like i like some pop like i like Billie eilish yeah i like that too but like i like halsey but mm-hmm. A lot of the stuff I have no idea what it is either. Right. <laughs> it sounds so oh old. yeah, yeah. And I like I don't know voices anymore. No, I feel old. It, like I don't know voices. Like mm-hmm. my students can hear a song and be like, "Oh, that's," you know. Uh, see, I can't even think of a name. <laughs> to put I know. I feel like all my musical taste is like stuck in like the '90s and early yeah. 2000s. Yes, yeah. me too. Okay, mm-hmm. great. See, we're already <laughs> off to a great start. Yep. I- <laughs> Yes, my music tastes are also totally stuck in the 90s and 2000s, which, you know, coincidentally is when I was a, a young a young kid listening to a lot of that, like being exposed to a lot of music for the first yep. time. Right? I just have this like affinity for it. Same. Um, what are some what are some artists that you just do you have any like nostalgic affinity artists where you mm. just like every time you hear it, it's like, oh, my God, like, yes. You know? <laughs> uh Yes. I mean, there's a lot, but I still listen to them, I feel like. Um, Me too. Yeah, absolutely. I'm trying to think. Like, right off the top of my head would be, like, Alanis Morissette, mm-hmm. Jagged Little Pill. Yes. Um, that, is, that is maybe, like, the 90s album. Oh, like, yeah. The, you know what yeah. I mean? Like, like, the quintessence. Like, every kid had it. Yeah. Right. Exactly. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, I'm trying to think of what else. Garbage, maybe. No Doubt. Old No Doubt. Yes. Not new. Like, Tragic Kingdom. <laughs> yeah. 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 I love that album. It's such a I great album. Kind of it still holds up too. For me, I would also throw in there um, the Smashing Pumpkins, yes. Mel- Melancholy, yeah, and the Infinite Sadness. So good. That's a good one. I was also see. I I also had like a total like, not that those albums aren't 
like poppy in a sense, but like I also had like a real sweet tooth. And so like I was I was so super into like Blink-182. Oh yeah. Like all that pop punk from like It's so good. It is it's good. So Thank good. you. <laughs> Thank you. To the point, I you know, that like, you know, I I feel like all of my music that I make is like somehow capturing some essence of that even if it's mm. not even if it's not like arranged like a punk pop song, like I'm still trying to usually capture some kind of energy from it or nostalgic vibes i don't I mean, know I think that makes sense it's also yeah. like i feel like what you like or what introduced you to music sometimes influences your sound even yeah. without like realizing it definitely um well it's like it's like the first it's the first you heard of it you know like yeah. it, it, it has it bears such an imprint on it does your understanding of like where you are musically in terms of like genre and the things that you like you know like it's the place where you started like it's always going to have like a, a marker you know what I mean mm-hmm. like every time you listen to it it's like it, it's good comfort food yes exactly yeah. <laughs> exactly you always look on it kind of fondly um so tell me about uh I don't know how much thinking about middle school you do I I do a lot of thinking about middle school <laughs> Um, if, if I was just going to ask you to mm-hmm. like toss out a just reaction to that, what was middle school like oh. for you? Did you, so middle school, so I was bullied a lot. Really? What yeah. for? Uh, being like the weird artsy kid. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it was mainly, I was also very introverted, like super mm. quiet, really shy. Um, wasn't really fashionable. Like okay. my mom kind of picked out my clothes in seventh grade still. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I got you. So it was like Land's End jeans and like a turtleneck. It yep, was real yep. bad. Okay. <laughs> so like I remember in eighth grade, I was like, okay, I like metal music. I like some goth bands. I'm going to try to dress that way. But like, obviously I didn't have a car. I couldn't drive. Right, right. <laughs> couldn't go anywhere. So like I was just like, oh, I'll wear it the only black things I have in my closet. So it was like the same two sweaters and a pair of jeans that right. was black every day. Um, <laughs> so yeah, that was like the start of that kind of, but I'm trying to think like middle school, I definitely made some really good friends in middle school, but like I dreaded going to class. The yeah. kids were really mean. Mm. Um, especially like the boys were really mean to me, like kind of like making like inappropriate comments, but like in a way that like saying like, Oh, you're not attractive. Like nobody would like you. So like, yeah, it was, it was not a great time, but all the people I was friends with, we met in like choir, like music class. And like, we were all kind of that same. Right. Nerdy. That nerdy artistic thing back like before. Now it's like, now I feel like it's cool to be artsy and to like, yeah, maybe it's, maybe it's part (laughs) of, just where I teach, you know, which is like Ithaca. It's pretty liberal. It's pretty arts appreciative, generally speaking. You know, there's strong arts programs in the school. But like, I don't know. I feel like that stigma isn't really as much a thing anymore. Like, the- No, I agree with you. I don't think it is either. And actually, I should have put that into context because I did not grow up in Ithaca. So I grew up right. in like a very conservative town in mm. North New Jersey where like everybody was like, like, I think my mom was, like, the only Democrat in the town. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Everyone was super Republican. Like, you know, uh, like, I remember in high school, the Bible study group prayed for, like, the gay straight alliance that I was in in, like, high school. Oh, like, my Yeah, God. so, like, oh, really, wow. really conservative. <laughs> Whoa, man. I mean, what was that like? Did you – so did you have – 
a, like an internal sense of your own like politics. Oh and yeah. It, you realized it was kind of adverse to everyone around you. Yes. And, I was like the opposite. Yeah. Right. And so, but like, who could you voice that to? Like nobody. Right. I mean, no, I mean, I, Became very, like, angsty in high school. Mm -hmm, And so, like, I was in, like, the Amnesty International Club and, like, um, listened to a lot of Ani DeFranco. Mm -hmm, (laughs) mm -hmm. Um, And I was out as gay in high school. Um, So I, like, had, like, a rainbow flag on my bag. I was just, like, you know, like, super liberal, super, like, fuck everyone at this school kind of thing. But, like... No one really cared. <laughs> right, right. Yeah. I so I remember that girl in my school too. Uh, <laughs> you know, <laughs> uh, because I also grew up in a, like a hyper conservative. Okay. Um, uh, we were. I was in the cat in the Catskills, but like still, you know, as soon as you leave Ithaca, yeah. it's like the whole of the holy world. <laughs> shit. Like all the Trump signs are like out of control, and like so. Yeah, I, I was. It was a totally rural place, and there was also just like that one girl who. Um, yeah, it was like very uh, when Bush won the second time, she like wore this T-shirt around that said "Not my president" on nice. it, and yeah, and uh, at the time, because I was like indoctrinated, I just kind of brushed it off. But like now, like looking back on it, I feel like it's so badass. It you know? is, yeah. It is so uh, incredible for like a kid to like have a, a sense of what's right and wrong and actually voice it. In opposition to everybody around them. Yeah, at least a bold move to be like, all right, I'm going to wear this to school today and know that people are going to give me shit or people aren't going to agree with me. Yeah, like, yeah. Or you could get your ass kicked. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah, you, you really, <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah, man, like a lot of those um, views and feelings run like very, very deep in people. And so they could, they behave so irrationally to defend it's them. It's kind it's of wild. scary how they it, react so irrationally, really but it yeah. Really um, yeah, so uh, I have a couple things that I that uh, based on what you kind of talked about mm-hmm. that I would love to pursue. Um, first, maybe just to remark that like you said that you wanted to be goth, but you didn't have any of your own money, <laughs> and you didn't have a car and or something along those yep, lines. Yep. <laughs> and I just maybe kind of remark about how, like how difficult. It can be to carve out an identity for yourself or to try on things yes. when you don't, you know, you don't have that autonomy really. And mm-hmm. so you just kind of have to like make goth out of what you have around. I mean, did yeah. you, did you feel like annoyed that you couldn't get, cause goth is also not, I, I feel like it's not the easiest look to pull no. off. It's quite ornate at times. You it, know, it is. Yeah. And I, I feel like I still do this to today, like where I don't, I can't pick one style. Yeah. So like in high school, I wavered back and forth between like punk, goth, and hippie. And huh. some, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Would you mix and match like, yes. like hippie hair with goth pants and like So somehow, I had like I long blonde hair, but like okay. I didn't really do anything with it except this is a very dated thing, but put hair mascara in it for like oh. color. Yeah. <laughs> I had no idea that. That's a thing. Hair mascara is a is a thing. Yeah, it's they don't make it anymore. I don't think it was like literally it looked like mascara, and you'd put it in your hair, and it made it this awful texture. But it would like wash out right away. Right. Okay. Yeah. Got you. But like, yeah, I would wear like the long like 
uh, like I had like a tie dye skirt that went down to my ankles, but then I had like a hot topic sweatshirt that had like safety pins in it, and yeah. I would wear both at the same time. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. that's super cool, though. I I I applaud you for wanting to like dress how you wanted to dress. You know what I mean? I I don't think that. I think I wanted to have a sense of style in middle school, but I just like couldn't be bothered. <laughs> I, it is a lot of work. <laughs> it is a lot of work. I th- I'm pretty sure I wore like just like the same pair of shorts and like, oh, you know what I wore a lot of in high school? Because like, so I, you said you were bullied a lot. I was also bullied a lot because I was way heavier back then. And so I did a lot of the like covering up of body with mm-hmm. like wearing a t-shirt and then wearing like a Hawaiian shirt over the t-shirt, but open, you like know what I mean? Like to literally like... two shirts underneath mm-hmm. to like, kind of like just smooth. <laughs> Would they be like, cause I feel like back then things were oversized too like would you buy them bigger than i don't know like yeah i would i would buy probably shirts that were like on the big side for sure and like Mm -hmm. that's always how i felt most comfortable when things were super baggy and like really really big uh yeah kids are so fucking mean they are so fucking (laughs) mean they're awful they're so fucking mean and i still like yeah i carry a lot of that trauma to this day i like i'm still Mm -hmm. kind of unpacking a lot of it and uh I'm sure you do. Oh as yeah. Well. I mean, do you? Feel, I don't know. Like, I feel like there are brief moments where sometimes it hap- Like, you have that feeling again. Like, it could be oh, like a second. Oh yeah. One hundred percent. But like, yeah. Like I was gonna say, like, do you feel like that ever? I don't know. Like, if you're like hanging out with friends or people you don't know that well, and then you're like, oh, do they like me? Or, right. Right. <laughs> or, yeah. Oh, you mean the like insecurity yeah, of like, yeah. yeah. Like, am I like the third wheel here? <laughs> like, I think that that voice is, there's always that little voice in your head. And as you get older, you just learn to either tune it out. And then I think genuinely, yeah. you just kind of stop caring about it. Yeah. You know? Yeah, that's true. I heard somebody say, I'm sure this is a very famous saying that I only just heard, but it's uh, in your 20s, you care what people think about you. In your 30s, you don't care what people think about you. And in your forties, you realize that people were never thinking about you in the first place or something like that. That's probably, yeah. Which is probably true. And maybe that's a thought that I kind of comfort myself with a lot is that like, that people don't actually pay attention or care because everybody's just in a bubble. Everybody's in their own. Yeah. Everybody's thinking the same thing probably too. So it's like, they all think that they're being looked at, but no one actually cares. Yeah. Except for teenagers. Teenagers care, but they don't, (laughs) They don't and care. teenagers are looking at other <laughs> yeah. people to be mean. <laughs> yes. Yeah. That's what they're looking for. Right. They're like, okay, what's different about you? What insecurity of my own can I express yes. by <laughs> picking on something that I think you're insecure about? Yes. And like, yeah. 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 And if I push you down first, then you'll be at the bottom and I'll be on top. So exactly. Like, <laughs> then I'll be good. Nobody no, will bother me. <laughs> it's a total social jungle. And I see it. I see it every day that I'm working you know and i remember it really vividly that Mm -hmm. i that concept of like there there are those kids who everyone knows is on the bottom and there are those kids who everyone knows is on the top and everyone's else is just kind of in the middle fending for themselves you know yeah yeah i don't know if you remember yeah but i mean i do i feel like i remember high school more than middle school middle school was only two but middle school was kind of or high school was a little similar for me it was it got a little better but yeah i think because middle school was two grades so there was top and bottom there were no in-betweens and then high school there were a lot more people so it was like more in between and like i wasn't in like the bottom bottom but i was in the bottom right (laughs) that makes sense but you were like in the lower yeah i was like with the like (laughs) 
Yeah, exactly. Like, yeah, I was like the one, ha- like the the punk and stoner kids, and yeah. like you know, music kids trying to form bands and stuff. Mm. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, that sounds cooler to me than, <laughs> <laughs> right? You know. <laughs> so, who would you get picked on by? Like, who who was? Oh, um, hmm. Well, feel free to name names. I know. I like, <laughs> can't name their names. <laughs> there were, I mean, a couple of guys in particular. Uh-huh. Um, girls, it was more like your close friends who would then like, and this was more elementary school, who mm-hmm. was then like, I don't want to be your friend anymore. And you're like, oh, shit. What just happened? Yeah. <laughs> um, no, mostly guys. Uh, generally. So, okay. So to paint a picture, uh, I grew up in North Jersey where, have you seen the Jersey Shore? I feel like I'm going to yeah, ask you this. Yeah, I've seen the Jersey Shore. So, you know, like- I, I've seen, so I should, I should mention, I haven't like followed the Jersey Shore. No, you Shore, don't have, no, no. But like, I know who Snooki is That's and okay. I know the situation. And you know what they, they look like and like, yeah. they're like personas yeah. and like, so just like completely vapid yes. hot people. Yeah. So, yeah, okay. I mean, I wouldn't, they weren't hot in my high school, but Got they you. were the you know, that was the gotcha. aesthetic they were going for. Like, those were the popular kids gotcha. in my high school. Um, so I was not that at all. I remember being in, like, gym class. So gym class was, like, the ultimate, like, sure. let's oh, God, make fun fuck. of people. We'll talk about gym class in a second. Let's <laughs> There's go. so many gym class stories. Um, this one's actually not quite as dark, but it's a good story. Um, so I was on a band trip, so I missed, like, volleyball team making day. Mm. And... Um, of course, the next day they just threw me on a team, but it was with all the popular kids. And so I was like, oh, damn, this is not going to be good. <laughs> <laughs> and like I we're, we're playing volleyball. I am not really playing volleyball, but I'm there. And so the ball comes towards me and it's like, you know, like Daria, like the opening where like the ball just kind of goes past her. She puts her hand out. Oh, yes. Yep. It's kind of what happened. Yeah, yeah. And this kid turns around and he yells at me and he goes, Lightfoot what are you doing? And I was like, ah, it's just gym class. (laughs) And he's like, it's not just gym class. It's a lifestyle. And I was like, oh, Uh, I will never forget that one. Oh, but you know what? That's so sad. I know. Like that's so so sad. I cannot think of anything. Uh, Sorry. So I'm, I'm friends with several PE teachers. (laughs) Y'all are lovely human beings. I can't think of anything more inconsequential. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> the outcome of a PE volleyball game or any kind of game. like None like, of it matters. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> no one's ever going to. And I'm pretty sure that he did not go on to play professional volleyball. Oh, I'm, so. Yes, yes. Gym class is bullshit, man. Like gym class was like, I, I also, so I, you know, I was made fun of because of my weight. And so gym class for me was like very antagonistic to my whole spiel. And every now and then I have a moment where I think about some of the things we did in gym class. And I was like, and I'm like, oh my God. Like, do you remember, I don't know if y'all did this. I feel like every gym class did this. Do you remember the rope where you had to climb the rope? We actually didn't have that. You didn't do that. (laughs) But you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, I know. Okay. Because it's so famous. Yeah. 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 You have to climb to the top of the rope and ring a bell. And like, and the whole rest of the class sits down and watches That's, you do it. Sounds awful. It is so awful. It is so awful. And the gym teachers that I had wouldn't like, they wouldn't like ridicule you while you were, if you weren't mm-hmm. successful at it. But like, it's not a far cry to imagine ones that would, you yeah, know, and yeah. like completely get away with it for generations and generations. I don't think that the rope is still around anymore. 
That makes a lot of sense. I think that they finally stopped. Yeah, I I think gym class has turned kind of a kind of a corner. I feel like I've heard some things about gym class that, like, at least in this area, that seem like better. Yeah, because like you mentioned the rope where all the kids are like staring at you. I don't know. We had something called a relay test. Did you have that? Uh, I'm sure we did something like it. You had to like. like just like run back and forth really quickly. Yeah, but there was like you had to pick up an eraser and then like run and like put the eraser down on the other. But all the kids would watch you, and right, it was like right. it's just like that moment of like like the all eyes on you. Right. And you're like you're like I know that I'm not good at sports anyway. Right, <laughs> and none of you like me, so this right. is a nightmare. Yeah, and so you try to like you know you you uh, intentionally go the other way with it right and you just like don't try yes you're just like, hur, yeah. hur, hur, hur. you don't really run you know like yeah but then the gym teacher gets mad at you and the, yes. <laughs> yeah. it's either the kids are gonna pick on you and be mad at you and or the gym teacher is gonna be mad at you yeah there's yeah. no winning yeah you know for like different kids like so much was like built into the structure of school of the grade school ages that just like was so um, it just sets you up to be cast out, you know what I mean? And, yeah. and to be treated differently. So Jen, tell me about mm-hmm. how you found, so you're a musical artist. You're also, mm-hmm. a, I think of you more, I don't know how you consider yourself as a, as a painter, as like a painter, a, a drawer, a, I, this is the, that's what I'm talking about right there. Hang on. Yeah, we get it. <laughs> so let me try that again. Jen, I think of you more as a visual artist than mm-hmm. a musician, although you do make music. Yeah. But it seems like you make more visual art to me than music. Or maybe yeah. it just occupies more of your attention. I think it I occupies more of my attention now. So I went to school for art. So I, okay. I got my uh, uh, BFA in illustration and then my master's in fine art. So, like, art has been the constant the, the constant, whole time. Right, like, yeah. even, like, when I did, uh, like, recorded music, I would often, like, draw my album covers or mm-hmm, mm-hmm. stuff like that. Cool. Um, but, like, before I moved to Ithaca, which is ridiculous because Ithaca would be a great place to do it, um, is when I played live music. Oh, so cool. I played in but Philadelphia. But you were in Philly. I mean, that's a great yeah. music town, though. Yeah. Right. No, it was. Um, yeah. So I played, like... Um, I really, I don't know, my style changed, but I really wanted to originally be like Ani Franco meets Tori Amos and then mm-hmm. like shifted into being more goth. I always wanted to be in a band and I was in a couple, but like I found it frustrating, at least with the people I was working with yeah. to uh, get things done. Mm. Um, I'm more of a loner, I think, with that. So art was kind of great with that because I sure by myself. Um but yeah, I would have art shows though in Philly. Yeah, um, a few in Ithaca, but not a lot. Yeah, so I, I feel like there's less venue. There's there are fewer venues for that. There in Ithaca. are, but I think also my work is very. Uh, uh, how do I put it? Like <laughs> it's just like erotic and creepy, and not really appropriate for like anywhere other than a tattoo shop <laughs> or a gallery like no sure. one wants to be eating like a fancy dinner and being like oh there's a painting of vagina dentata like what? right <laughs> <laughs> so, like, yeah <laughs> uh. right well yeah i feel like the all the art that gets appreciated by most people in this town is just like paintings of waterfalls yeah and 
autumn scenes. Yeah. But like, yeah, that's that's boring to me. I don't know. Like, I it is. Yeah. I feel like it'd be so fun if we had like a a surreal or pop art type gallery. I wonder Why how it would there? do. There totally should be one. Right. It'd be amazing. Po- like, put it in College Town or yeah. somewhere near. The students mm-hmm. and you know, just have kids like get baked and come check out like <laughs> loads of it'd be awesome. You know, it I would, would check it out sober. Awesome. Yeah, but like <laughs> I feel like for some reason, if we put it near the students, most people. Would. Oh, 100 yeah. percent. Yeah. I remember in undergrad, they were like, you have to go to like it was first Friday in Ithaca and see all or not Ithaca in Philly and see all the galleries. And like, you know, we would be like, great. Awesome. Now we can get free wine and free like cheese so right. we were like plastered by like the last gallery we right. got to and we're just like pointing to things on the walls like this is crap <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs> i'm sure that the gallery loved having us uh there <laughs> i think that but i for real would like love to see more of that art you know like i maybe it's just my my taste uh, my like what i want to do you know like what i the, the stuff i like taking in the stuff i like putting out is just much more niche I think that it is more kind of translates yeah. to interesting, you know, yeah. to me. I don't know. Can you pinpoint your origins as a, as an artist mm. in in your childhood or yeah. elsewhere? Yeah, I don't, I don't know if there's like a moment that I can pinpoint, but like, uh, so my nana, who's actually the tattoo on my arm, oh yeah, um, would watch me a lot um, because my mom was like a single mom, first grade teacher, and so like. She would, you know, like in kindergarten and uh, preschool, like I would have to go over someone's house. <laughs> right. Um, so my Nana would pick me up and then we would make paper dolls. And so oh. she taught me how to make paper dolls and like we'd watch TV and like like Muppet Babies or something. And we would make like Muppet Baby paper dolls. Oh, cool. And, like, yeah. So I think that was like the first moment into art. Like like she would always have art supplies. Like I remember she like the first time I used scissors, I was just like cutting everything like yeah. every fucking thing she just like gave me like she was like all right well you clearly need paper because right i just wanted to like go around the house like cutting things i don't want you to cut my couch so <laughs> exactly like, yeah. yeah so um yeah i think that was like what really got me into art and then i just ended up loving like drawing and doodling i really liked art class mm-hmm. it felt like i don't know like not that I actually didn't like my art teacher in elementary mm. school, <laughs> but um, I still liked art class. Why didn't you like your art teacher? She was very grumpy. Mm. She was like, looking back on it as an adult, I'm like, oh, I think she was probably ready to retire and just like, was like, I'm done with you children. Like, I don't right. want to do this anymore. <laughs> it's so weird to think of an art teacher, an elementary school art teacher as being grumpy. Though, know. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> it seems like that should be the last, the last person to go is like... Yeah, the yeah. grumpy art teacher. Yeah, <laughs> it's, that's lame. Um, was there a moment where you realized that you were like good at it or was it just something mm-hmm. that kind of slowly developed? I think my family was always very supportive mm-hmm. of me making art. So I think it was like, you know, like your child is the best artist in the world kind of thing. Like I think mm. like, you know, it was always like, oh, wow, you're so good. Like those things are so good. No, but you get, get that early encouragement. Mm. Yeah, it was a lot of early encouragement. I think I thought I was good, but I think that I had a lot of insecurities because I would see other kids like be better at things that I wanted to be good at, like like faces. Like I didn't know how to draw a face until I took a portraiture class in college. Mm, okay. Um, but like in high school, I remember there was one girl who's really good at faces and I was like, oh, I want to do that. Yeah. But I couldn't like 
figure it out and I didn't have the patience yeah. to like teach myself how to do it. So yeah, I don't know. I'm trying to, I'm trying to like work up my chops as a, as a visual artist actually as well. Oh. I saw, I, <laughs> I don't want to be <laughs> negative about myself, but I, you know, like I've never actually really tried before. And so like, I'm very much like a beginner. And so I've got loads of students who are like, really really way way better than i am and i'm like conscript i like occasionally conscript them to like show me how they like do a certain <laughs> thing you know what i mean i think they appreciate it. i think they enjoy feeling like the authority on it you know oh, what yeah, I mean? for yeah. a second you have such a unique like identity as an artist your voice is like very speaking both like literally musically but also like artistically mm-hmm. you know um it's very distinct. Where do you where do you think that comes from? Like you said, it's it's erotic and hor- horror esque, and um, also kind of poppy is what we were saying earlier in in ways. I don't know. No, that makes. I mean, it's very colorful. It's colorful. Yeah. yeah. Um, I don't know. I've always liked pinup girls. Okay. Like it's always been a thing that like like I feel like in high school, like I really like Gil Elvgren, like mm-hmm. a classic pinup painter. Um, or Olivia D. Berardini. And like, I remember I did like a nude Betty Page mm-hmm. uh, looking type figure in front of fire. And my art teacher in high school, who I loved, um, put it in the hallway oh, and uh. they told him to take it down. And that was like the first example of like, oh, like that's sweet. <laughs> yeah, it was also like cool. Um, okay, I love horror movies, mm-hmm. so a lot of it probably comes from that. But I like weird horror movies. Like which ones? Um, well, I really like uh, like directors like Dario Argento. Um, so like Italian horror or uh, David Lynch. Like I know it's not really horror, but like Lost Highway, I feel like is super nightmarish. You're right; they're not they're they are nightmarish, and I don't know if it's really hard to categorize the horror yeah. genre. I think, and I've read stuff about what like why it's so hard to pin down too. But um, there is an essence of horror to a lot of like David Lynch. And there stuff. is, but I know like a lot of horror fans that would be like no it's not horror right but like then i love like rob zombies like house R- of a thousand right. corpses which is like just like a slaughter fuck fest. Fest. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah exactly um i i have been into i think the horror movies that i respect most now i don't think that they would ne- i think a lot of people would fight me on whether they are actually horror movies too like um i like the like really disturbing indie ones that like just like hurt you which you know ones? Like Midsummer, I love that movie. Yeah. Have you seen Hereditary? Yes, I've seen Hereditary. I love that one too. I liked that one. I didn't like it as much I as Midsummer. And I've been told I'm wrong about that. But I mean, I like but for, I like Hereditary more, mm-hmm. but it's a lot more fucked up yeah. <laughs> and disturbing. There's something kind of pretty about Midsummer that I like. With right. The, like, I don't know. Like visually, it's really... It, well, it's a really interesting study of like... I I find this has just became a film crit podcast. Um, <laughs> I think it's a really interesting study of like inverting horror tropes. Mm. It's a very bright movie. Yeah. It's a very like lots of flowers, lots of. I do love the use of flowers. Yeah, mm-hmm. like it ends. It's a movie that be that begins with screaming and ends with laughter. It's very strange. Yeah, it's really an interesting like. Like inverting I need to go a lot of things. It no, it's though. so fucking good. <laughs> um, I love it. I love the witch. I love the witch. Mm. 
Like A24 movies. All those I movies, love- yeah. Yeah, those are the movies <laughs> that I'm A24, into. I'm like, I'm going to watch it. Let's go, yep, yep. <laughs> Well, you go now. What's what's what are you like another horror movie? Another horror movie you're oh, into, yeah. uh, like a, a pivotal one for you. What was one that really a pivotal one? Well, or whatever. <laughs> like in college, I did a report on female villains in horror Ooh, movies. Cool. So I feel like a lot of those. Um, I know seen high tension. Yes, yes. Mm-hmm. I forgot about that one. Yeah. That's a good one. That's a good one. I think I put like I know it's like. Typical. I really like Saw, like the Saw franchise. Yeah. Um, I like the first couple the fir- of them. Yeah. Like, the, first, yeah. the first and the third, I really like. The second yeah. one is, I feel like it's so many characters. It almost is like. That's the one where, see, you can only remember the Saw films by the horrible things that are in them. That's the one where the guy who's like a junkie and he has to like stick his hand. In a yeah. Thing needles, right? Yeah. yeah. Then right. That's the only one that I remember from that basically exactly like, yeah. <laughs> which tells you about the movie it right? really <laughs> does yeah you can only remember one torture method of a movie full of torture methods yes. that should, yeah. <laughs> oh my god I re- I mean I recently watched Chucky like not I've seen Chucky but like the whole franchise mm-hmm. I really like that there's like a weird kind of queer campy aspect to later mm, ones interesting like Bride of Chucky or Seed of Chucky interesting mm-hmm. I so I've actually have never seen one <gasps> I know if you watch any just watch those but they're ridiculous right look i can get into camp and like ridiculous horror if i know that that's what i'm getting in you know what i mean like that's true fair enough yeah yeah i don't like thinking i'm gonna see something really like dark and disturbing and have it turn out to be just like silly no that hurts me yeah i feel like they do that with trailers sometimes they do yeah for (laughs) sure the evil dead do you like the evil dead i do yeah i do wait which one is your favorite (laughs) i think my favorite is the second one Oh, I was like, I was saying me too, but I was like, no, I realized the first one. But it's a lot. <laughs> it's it's like I think it's because it's the first one I saw. Yeah, but the first and the second are like, yeah. Like and Army bad. of Darkness is great, but like something is lost to me in the fact that they were leaning into the silliness of yes. it. You know? Yeah. Um, but for me, number two is the best because I feel like there's just a moment. Where it all just flies off the rails it's and like you know it I mean? becomes like kind of like like almost like horror Looney Tunes in a way, right? Like- it starts very <laughs> serious, if even if it being the same thing as the first movie inexplicably, but like mm-hmm. uh, it starts very serious, but then ends like uh, groovy. You know? It does, <laughs> yeah. I like the shift. I agree about the third one. I know, I know, every I know, Army of Darkness is a favorite for a lot of people. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, it almost is like, oh, we know we want to do funny, so we'll just jump right into that. Right, like it's exactly almost, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so did did you did somebody expose you to horror movies, or did you mm. just seek them out yourself? Um, I think I was fascinated by them. The first one I saw was Scream. Nice, and I rented it at my dad's house from nineteen ninety whatever six. Yeah, or, yeah. Not, and like I, I probably was like. I don't know. I went to Blockbuster, so it was like maybe a year yeah. or two later, and like I watched it in the basement. Everyone's asleep, and I remember being like, "Oh, what's gonna happen? This is fucking scary." And then I didn't get it because I hadn't seen any other horror movies, so I didn't realize what it was saying about the horror genre. Right. So at the end, I was like, "This is 
kind of dumb. <laughs> and then I watched it years later after seeing other horror horror movies, and I was like, oh, this is fantastic. What right. was I thinking? It's like basically satire. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, it's, yeah, yeah. Exactly. I had I just like the idea of satire with that movie just like went right over my head. I right. did not get it. Yeah, I can imagine how that's a weird one to break in on if you've never seen any other horror movies because like that movie's mm-hmm. all about the tropes of a horror movie you know yeah, what i mean and, yeah um i forget you said that you you rented it on your of your well, own volition you wanted to see it or well i i did rent it but like i was like too young to like mm. go so like i knew my dad didn't care what i watched right so like he rented it and God, I oh watched he let it. you yeah 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 because yeah. yeah, i don't think my mom my mom loves horror movies mm-hmm. but she was like real strict, like, you know, yeah. can't watch it if it's R, you're not watching it till you're seventeen, like yeah. crap. Yeah. <laughs> I, I sought out horror by myself too. Our our um our video rental store like did not give a shit <laughs> how old you were. Awesome. And they would just they would rent you I mean they wouldn't rent you the like pornos if you were just like a little kid, but like yeah. just about anything else. What was your first horror movie? <sighs> That's tough. Um I think the first horror movie that I remember actively like seeking out because I wanted that thrill was The Ring. Oh, the, the remake, the that's American. one of my favorites. I, I love, it. love it. I still yeah. love it. I rec- I acknowledge that the original Japanese film and novel mm-hmm. are far superior. Oh, but... I did not know there was a novel. I've yeah. seen the original Ringu movie, mm-hmm. but I didn't know there was a novel. It's actually a trilogy of novels. Yeah. There's huh. a whole series of them. I've only read the first one and it's good. It's okay. really good. Yeah. Um, the American ring cuts out all of the parts that make the story make sense, you know? <laughs> and it didn't bother me at the time because mm-hmm. I was just a kid not really critically thinking about these things. I just like the scary ghost lady. <laughs> but um, so that's why I acknowledge that the the Japanese movie and the book are, are better. But yeah, that was the first one. And then after that, you know, I watched The Ring. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, you know. Okay, I, I seem to be okay. I, you know, <laughs> maybe I'll check out another one. And the next one I got was The Exorcist. Oh, and- <laughs> shit. That's like a whole jump. That's oh, like... Oh, yeah. You can't just... <laughs> oh, my God. And my mom was like, well... I, I guess it had been a long time. Like, she'd seen it, but I guess it had been a really long time for her. And she stopped it, like, midway uh, yeah, while I was I mean- watching it. And was like, you... You can't watch the rest of this. Did, did <laughs> like, you get to the part where she fucks herself? With yeah. The oh shit. We got really far. <laughs> oh I mean, my she. God. Yeah, we only like we only had like a third of it left. Uh, but yeah, yeah, we saw the the whole self fucking crucifix thing. We saw the backwards crab walk down the stairs. Oh my God. We, yeah, we saw like the whole thing basically, except for the ending. I <laughs> feel <laughs> like, like I already saw the scary part. Right. Exactly. Exactly. Oh my god. Um, but I do remember feeling like while watching that, I had gotten myself into more than I had anticipated. No, that's a know. that's a hard – I mean, the first time I saw that, I was in college. I actually was like, you know, I've never – I don't know why I've never seen The Exorcist. I should see The Exorcist if yeah. I like horror movies. And I rented it from like the local video store and nobody wanted to watch it with me. So I watched it by myself. But it was a VHS. Yeah. And so whoever watched it re – like rewound on the parts that like the head spinning, the crawling down the yeah. stairs, the fucking with the cross. Yeah. So it was like, you know, like you get an old VHS tape and it's like oh, the fuzz. Yeah. So I like could barely see any of those parts. Oh. <laughs> was, yeah. So the exorcist for you the first time was just like <laughs> a priest talking about his crisis of yeah. faith. 
And then a mom working on a movie set. Mm-hmm. And then uh, a sick little girl. A sick little girl. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it was a drama. <laughs> That's so funny. Oh my god. <laughs> Did your friends, like, encourage you to do art when you were in adolescence, like, middle school, high school? Were, were they supportive, or was it just kind of like a thing you did, and they're like, okay, cool, and then I'm going to go do my own thing? And No. Uh, my friends were super supportive. Yeah. I mean, a lot of them were also artists or mm-hmm. musicians, like... Or both. Continue to be artists and musicians, even after high school and things? Some of them. Not mm-hmm. all of them. Um, but, yeah, a few kind of like went into or if they weren't doing that in their like professions it was something like they still did for fun yeah or you know what i mean yeah so yeah and you would like would you like make stuff together would you we wouldn't really make art together okay um music wise though like um i would play with my one friend um and we would like she would play piano and i would play guitar and like we'd sometimes play shows together right and then i was in a band um which, what was, wait, what was the name of the band? Well, this is that she and I didn't have. We just like jammed. Okay. But this band. So uh, I played drums. I don't. I'm not really very good at drums. Okay. Uh, I didn't tell my mom I bought a drum set, but I went to like with my friends and bought like a hundred fifty dollar drum oh, set. Wow. All, come, all comes together in one box, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The cymbals once and it dents. Um, right. But we thought we were so badass. So it was like three of us and we we're like, oh, we're like the all girl band in the high school. Oh, cool. Like we're so metal. And then like we're like came up with names and uh, we're like, oh, this is badass. So we thought it was later in life. People were like, it sounds like a Christian metal band. So we were called Painful Mercy. <laughs> and yeah, we knew like. Uh, I would have never I would have never gone straight to that's a Christian. OK, band. good. Yeah. Awesome. I don't think so. Yeah. We, we had like covers. What did we do? We did like Dan, uh, the Misfits. Die, die, my darling. Mm-hmm. Um, we wrote one song in cool. the course of a year. What was it called? I don't think it had a name. Uh, yeah, one of those. <laughs> um, I remember we were playing and my uh, the girl I was dating at the time, she's like sitting there and she's like, oh, you guys sound like, I'm going to get the name of the band wrong. Was it Anal Cunt? It's like a really bad like noise punk band. Yeah. And I was like, that's not a compliment. That's not what we're going for. Uh, <laughs> we want to be like the female Metallica crap. Right, right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Um, did, who wrote the song that you all performed? Uh, was it like kind of a it's collaborative a jam that like yeah. became a thing? I think the um, guitarist um, Amanda, who's still like one of my best friends, yeah. um, came up with the guitar riff, and then we like went off of that. Yeah. Um, did you play any shows, or was it no. just jams? And no, and... we really wanted to, but then we never did. Yeah, I mean, sure. I don't think we. It's yeah. hard to find venues at that age, honestly. honestly yeah. yeah. I mean, there was a pretty decent, like, scene of high school bands, weirdly. Yeah, me too. <laughs> I think it was the age. I think, like, yes. the two, the aughts, like, rock and roll was very, um, I mean, I don't want to say it was a fad, but, like, they, it, it had been remarketed, I think, again, if you recall. Like, like yeah. the movie School of Rock came out, and, mm-hmm. like, you know, it was, like, peak Jack Black, yes. Foo Fighters, 
like like Avril Lavigne I think about yes. a lot like even though like mm-hmm. she was very much like even though at the time I I really t- had issues with people who like <laughs> called her a rock act but like if you look at what she was sort of painting herself as it definitely was like it's in like that style punk, yeah like exactly boy. <laughs> yeah 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 um so I think that makes sense that it was yeah, yeah. and I think it was hard to because like um Amanda was in another band like she played bass in like another band and like I was doing like my solo yeah kind of sure. stuff um so like it was it was a lot of fun to do but yeah we just never we never quite learned enough to perform to, yeah. to feel confident enough to perform live I well but like. I think that that's still it's still a very like valuable experience oh, 100%. you know to yeah. have yeah I also had bands that like never performed anywhere or you know did anything like that but like mm-hmm. still just like the I don't know just like feeling like you're working toward that it's really cool it's a really cool thing when kids get to do it I I get really amped when I find out that kids it's so rare in middle school um I imagine that was high school for you it was high school yeah, yeah. middle school is very rare to find kids who are artistically expressive enough to like be trying to like have a project about it yeah because you you gotta like you gotta reach out to other people Mm -hmm. to do the project it's very intimidating like i feel like when i was in middle school i was still writing music but i did it by myself so like i'd have like a cassette tape and i'd record something and i'd have like a boom box and i would like set it up so that like i could like play it and hit record and do backing vocals on top of one another. But it wasn't like, I wasn't bold enough to ask my friends, be like, hey, do right. you want to do this thing? Yeah. And I also just kind of, I, I almost feel like straight up, I there wasn't really anybody. You know, I didn't really have any contact with kids outside of my graduating class, mm-hmm. really. Um, oh, yeah, same. Yeah. And yeah. within that graduating class, like... There were a couple of musical kids, but only a few of them interested in doing the kind of music that I wanted to do and uh, also interested in uh, having the drive to do to do it that way as well. And then let alone the skill, you know, like it's like those that combination of things. It's hard to find. It's very hard to find in middle school. Oh, yeah. Without like some kind of parents guidance when i was at boynton there mm-hmm. was there was an actual middle school band called the squid monkeys that's amazing yeah. or the monkey squids i'm so sorry monkey squids if you're out there monkey squids excuse me um and they were they were fucking great they actually sounded really really great and um they would come in and like play like the at lunchtime like the last lunch of the year oh, that's awesome. and like they did other stuff too they did like porch fest and stuff like that you know, occasional okay. little gigs here and there um but yeah you know it's it, even so like they and they had a ton of drive all by themselves anyway but they also had like you know they had a lot of gear that like one of their dads had and like you know oh, he like kind yeah. of ran sound for them a little bit and so like it's without that adult involvement at that age it's like it feels virtually impossible and that actually, yeah, when you said that, I was like, oh, shit, I forgot. I was in another band called Dollhouse. Very, cool. very short amount of time. It was five girls, five high school girls in a mm-hmm. band. It was mainly arguments about who could and could not be the lead singer. Uh-huh. Um, so we learned one awesome. song. Yeah, <laughs> It was like Nina Gordon's Tonight and the Rest of My Life. Uh-huh. I don't know if you remember that song. Uh-huh. Yes, I do. Um, yeah. 
so we learned it. We played it once for the high school's cafe night. And then after that, we split ways. Yes. That was I it. mean, we were still like friends, but we were like, clearly this is not a this thing. Is- but the bassist and lead singer's uh, dad was a musician and a DJ. And yeah. so he had recording equipment and like instruments for us to play. So right. it was like... Like, there's a recording of it, I think I have somewhere. But, like, having that person, like, be like, oh, you can play my instruments. Like, you can yeah. play my drums. You can play my yeah. piano. Like, it's like, oh, like, we don't have to, like, find these things. Like, right. That was yeah. Cool. I'm blown away when people who, like, don't have those resources are able to yeah. uh, make that happen, you mm-hmm. know? So you had some uh, romantic uh, goings on when you were in in adolescence. Like, did you oh, have girlfriends? Yeah. Boyfriends? I did. So yeah, that is comp. So um, I came out as bi. Okay. To my mom. Okay. Um, uh, how old? I was ninth grade. So okay. how old? Fifteen. Okay. I think I was fifteen. Uh, my mother will never listen to this because she doesn't have internet, so I can say these things. So she <laughs> she wasn't too pleased with my choice. I see. Um, so then she basically like, and this is like your choice, right? Yeah, <laughs> right, yeah, right. my choice. But this is like, oh gosh, two thousand one, maybe like two thousand, like early two thousands. Uh-huh. Um, conservative town. Yeah. My mom doesn't know anyone that, and this is like, it's very different now. I think. Um, mm-hmm. So, like, she could not understand, I think, the concept of liking both. So, it was sort of like, pick one. So, I was like, okay, I'm gay. Right. I like girls. So, um, yeah. So, I had a couple, well, the one girlfriend was like two weeks. I don't know if that counts, but. <laughs> hey, if, you know, if, if, if in your brain it's like, if you learned anything from it, I feel like it counts. You That's, know what I mean? So, I like that. Yeah. yeah. Then we'll count that. And then I dated another girl that only goth girl like super goth like to the nines goth yeah in high school for like a year um and then can i just sidetrack yeah. you for one second what was it like dating a goth i've never dated a goth <laughs> i imagine there must be something interesting about or is it just completely normal it's like to, just dating a i mean person. well i think i think many goths it would be just normal but i think she was like she was younger than me okay uh she graduated high school a year early she was kind of, um, yeah, like trying to seem super smart to everybody. Oh, so like, but like not really playing it off, or I know, was she that was the very smart, oh, but okay. it kind of came up t- like not nice like, sometimes. Got it. Um, but I remember one time. Uh, I doubt she'll listen to this either. But um, <laughs> oh god, um, I. I guess I had mentioned I was coming over to her house and her mom was like, okay. But like, she must have forgotten because I went upstairs and she had like green sweatpants and an Aussie t-shirt on. And she was like, (gasps) (laughs) (laughs) she was like horrified that I was seeing her in like this state. Yeah. Colors. (laughs) Yes. Yeah. And Aussie. Cause oh God, like that was like, oh yeah, it was like, you know, she only listened to like, you know. Susie and the Banshees, the Jenna Torturers, Rasputina. It was like, like, you know, like if I don't have lace and like black (laughs) eye makeup on, you can't see me. So like, yeah. That is so funny. But looking back, I'm like, oh, like that was like, like a normal kid. Right, like just, right. uh, just like you know but doesn't want like other people to see like that normal side of you. So yeah. Um, That's so interesting. (laughs) Just like being that role is like. Just like another piece of clothing that you put on, you know. What yeah, I mean? so like, yeah, yeah. It's like a shield in a way. Very like, interesting. Yeah. 
to like I don't know I I kind of felt like for me it was like a shield in like high school and middle school that set me apart from people but in a way that was like oh I'm okay with like this looking different like I like this looking different so like you can say things about me but like right I'm cool with it right (laughs) yeah cool wow interesting all right so I I sidetracked you about that's okay you were you were describing to me the people that I think you were romantically involved with oh yeah so then in college I dated a girl for two and a half years and then uh we broke up it Mm -hmm. was like long distance because we were friends in high school and then tried to yeah really hard when you're in college um i did the same thing it was not it didn't end well (laughs) no it it didn't and i felt really bad about it but like and we we talk now like we're friends now um but like so then i was like oh crap i like a guy like now i have to come out all over again Mm. and so i remember like having to most of my friends were like cool whatever we don't care like not that we don't care but like like, do you you, you, yeah (laughs) yeah um my mom was like okay that's fine she like took it better than i think she had enough years of like like she joined glad and like did all those things and i think had time to like understand other things um so yeah so then it was weird like coming out in college again being like i have to do this again Mm. it's one thing i think about with like identities and like claiming identities it's Mm. like thing like i don't know like it was like a weird like i almost wish i didn't have to give it a label at that time because i think it would have been like oh crap now i don't have to do this again when you were younger and you came out for the first time did you you felt some kind of impetus to like to claim that at the time or was it like yes i think because i liked a girl okay and you like felt like you needed to like oh yeah put a label on it and call it that yeah and i think because it was like definitely felt like oh, this isn't going to go well right. with my family or... Right. I mean, my friends were pretty, like, liberal and understanding. But even telling them, it felt like this, like... Like, it was, like, so nerve-wracking to, like, sure. say. Um, but, yeah, I think that was that was why. But mm. I do remember, like, I think with the first girlfriend I had, I think I might have, like, lied to my mom about it. Because I remember walking home from her house at night. And her house was not close to my house. Mm. And, like, it was a long-ass fucking walk. (laughs) So, like, I think I, yeah, kind of remember that. But I don't know, like, if halfway through my mom found out or something. But, yeah. Wow. Okay. Going back, uh, like, further. Like, I very distinctly remember, like, the first crush I ever had. Do you, Uh, like, do you remember that? Or is that? Oh, the first crush. Uh... (laughs) <laughs> i'm trying to remember is that i actually don't remember my first crush really no it's just oh like, well does kindergarten count that <laughs> kindergarten was actually what i was oh good referencing okay, okay, that. Yeah. okay. <laughs> yeah yeah i remember i was at a table it was like joe 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 and jen that uh-huh. was the whole table i don't know why the teacher There's did three that. joes and a jen yeah wow yes yeah, it's confusing um <laughs> So one of them I had like a crush on and I remember we played Adam's family and like he kissed me up the arm and I got detention for that. So (laughs) what was yours? (laughs) Mine? uh, Yeah, it was just like a pretty blonde haired girl in in kindergarten named Carissa. And I was heartbroken because it turned out that she didn't like me back. Oh, no. Did you ask her? No, I found out through the grapevine that she actually liked Jake Borner. Uh, 
Yeah. Yeah. So, Jake. Have you looked up? Fuck uh... you. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, Jen, this has been really cool. Yeah. I have. Um, so I, I, I finished this up with um, asking the same question for people, which is if you could give your former adolescent self a piece of advice, mm. go back in time and say something, what would it be? Huh. I would. And wait, how, how old am I? Pick, pick an age. <laughs> you pick anywhere from like 12 to 17. OK. All right. Uh I'm not going to pick an age. We'll just go with that range. Sure. (laughs) Um, I think I would say like, you will get to be creative your whole life. It's going to be hard, like a hard road. And it might not be how it looks in your head right now, Hmm. but you'll get to a place where you're happy with it. It's just a long and interesting road. Um, I would also say that like everyone says it, but being an adult or even in your 20s, just out of like once you leave this town, Hmm. things will be different. Yeah. I think that's like, but it's true. Like I think that like a lot of people said it, but I like, you know, like different, maybe not in the way that everybody says it will be, but you'll find people like you. Right. That will, you know, ultimately, like, be your family. Right. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Beautiful. Beautiful advice. Well, Jen, this has been really lovely. Yeah. Um, thank you. Yeah. And, and I hope that we me. can. Yeah, of course. <laughs> and I hope that we can, uh, you know, do more of these and, and, uh, and just hang out more. Yeah, definitely. Right on.
Just a little